0: Well, tired of being left off touring schedules by musicians, Whanganui is taking matters into its own hands. Over Labour weekend, it's launching a new festival, Lost Art Summer in the Square, with a line-up of local and national musicians. On the line-up of electronic artists, are partners in life and music, DJ Ticcarelli and N.C. Tali. Since moving back from London to Auckland nine years ago, they've become two of the biggest names in our drum and bass scene. MC today. vocalist Tali was the first solo woman in a decade to win the Vodafone New Zealand Music Award for Best Electronic Artist. That was in 2019. She's up for the award again this year. Chicarati meanwhile, performs his distinctive soulful drum and bass, what he calls Liquid Lowdown, on stage and over the airwaves, most recently on George FM. He says there's been a resurgence in interest in the music, but there's more to do.
1: It's a massive genre. I think it gets, it gets overlooked and it doesn't get... Um doesn't get the recognition, I don't think, in Aotearoa. There's some big New Zealand acts here. We're talking about the upbeat, State of Mind, who, of course, Tali, who the world over are um, highly respected, but it they don't seem to get the rec- recognition as much as, you know, maybe a pop act does, like at the awards.
0: Well, I think, I think artists like you are actually changing that, and the festival in Whanganui is a great case in point, really celebrating the music. But Tali, what, what excites you about drum and bass?
2: For me, it's always been a bit like punk music, you know, it's kind of always been on the fringes, especially in the 90s when I first got into it, I was just starting to flourish here in Aotearoa and yeah, it had a bit of a punk movement about it, you know, we had our own clothes, our own fashion, our own radio shows, our own magazines, it was very underground and I've always been really excited by that, it's always seemed to be kind of at the forefront of music. Um, I mean, I I think in the last few years it's become a little bit more mainstream, perhaps in... In Aotearoa here but I still think it's pushing
0: boundaries and it's exciting and futuristic mu- music. Are you finding that there are more women involved with this because of the interviews that I've done over the years it still feels male-dominated?
2: Yeah I mean it's still definitely male-dominated but it, there's way more way more women that are coming through now and I think that New Zealand's been great in embracing that and actually being very open to the idea of acknowledging that that needs to change. You know, I went back to the UK not too long ago, just a month ago, actually, and I was still quite surprised how a lot of their line are still very male-dominated. You don't really have that here so much anymore. You kind of tend to get called out
0: if, if that's the case. That's what I like to hear. Chicorelli, I'll get a definition from you of liquid drum and bass. I love the phrase and the liquid lowdown. I love it. But just for the listeners who will have an idea of drum and bass, what's the stamp that you're putting on on it?
1: On my show, once a week, I explain it with a liquid lowdown. Two hours of the sexiest drum and bass with soulful nature and a deeper flavour. <laughs> it's. Um, I think when people think of drum and bass, they think it to be hard and like quite gritty and grimy. But the stuff I play is so so musical you know they use a lot of instruments it's really organic you know you know I mean, a lot of dance music sounds like it's been made on the keys on a computer but liquid drum and bass you know they, they use live instruments really beautiful um singers and performers and uh it's kind of drum and bass for people that aren't really into drum and bass because it's uh <laughs> it's just very nice to listen to you know you don't have to dance to it you can sit to it and i think most people listen to my show when they're just relaxing or sitting at their desk working you know i think they find it Very therapeutic.
0: You work together, you work separately. But for a moment, I'd like to to look at the work together because you make it sound, and actually when I'm watching the videos too, you make it look effortless, almost telepathic.
2: Well, I mean, it helps that we're husband and wife, you know, and we're deeply in love. So (laughs) I think that's maybe translated in our performance. I don't know. Um, It could be
0: the kiss of death, you know, working together and living together could be the kiss of death
2: for some relationships, but you make it work. There's definitely been moments where where we've had little spats, you know, where Ben will be like, you know, don't say that to me about my set and I'll be like oh don't tell me what to do you know like we definitely have those moments but once we communicate we're very good at communicating and that's why our marriage works and our work together works because we communicate how we feel and if you don't communicate then that can be the kiss of death but the fact is we may not like to hear what the other has to say at times but unless we say it we don't know how we can improve or make the set better you know so I think it is almost telepathic but then also you have to remember we've been doing this a long time like I've been in this industry for over 20 years you know and being able to MC over such beautiful music music that I can freestyle to and get really deep on and, and rap conscious lyrics over like it makes it very effortless and and Riley is a fantastic DJ I'm not just being biased <laughs> he is a very good DJ so it does make my job easier and I think I make his job easier.
0: And Tikurella, I, I, get, I get a sense that Tali can still surprise you, even after all these years in this close relationship. Again, when I'm watching your videos, you're taking such great pleasure. You know, you're listening to her, you're listening to the music. It's, it's a beautiful thing.
1: Oh, it does. I mean, Tali surprises me um, <laughs> every day, and that's, uh, that's an incredible thing. Like, she's just very, very talented. You know, when I first met Tali, she, you know, she was an MC, but since that, she's become. Um, you've been um, composing music for movies and songs i mean she ha- had a book published and yeah every day she surprises <laughs> me with new things and yeah also just in music wise you know she's a freestyler so you never know what's going to come out of her mouth next you know it's like, that's the, that's the whole beauty of freestyling is that you just never know what's going to come next you know if it's if it's a written song you've you've heard them lyrics a thousand mm. times but you know when Tali's freestyling like oh wow you made that rhyme with that it's incredible <laughs> that's so cool yes yeah, so I never ceases to amaze me
0: oh thank you darling <laughs> how, how was COVID for the two of you you made some videos over over the lockdown period uh so I imagine it helped to keep you performing and to keep you close but was it tough
2: yeah I mean initially we thought it was quite exciting you know when we were all locked down we were like wow the whole world's locked down and you know we did do some live streams we did I think maybe three
1: we were one of the first actually one of the first live streams in Aotearoa actually, yeah to do it and it, I think it kept us like you know in people's psyche I think it put us in good stead for when we actually came out of lockdown mm. because um yeah it kept us relevant right? and it really resonated with the people we we just thought it was just something we'll do for fun and but people really really connected. felt connected with it yeah. when we'd done our live streams on a Friday night, you know, it but by, awesome. by,
2: the, by the third Friday, I was like, Oh, can we please just have our Friday back? Can mm-hmm. we just sit and watch some, watch some TV? I don't feel like putting makeup on and like, you know, and we'd get dressed up. We'd like put costumes on and we'd have fairy lights and make our lounge look exciting and everything. But by, by the second or third lockdown, I have to say that it got very taxing for us because we didn't have any direction
0: Tell me about your radio show, uh, Tukurelli, because about nine years now you've been on, um, on the airwaves and you mentioned before how drum and bass has been kind of overlooked. It feels to me like you're kind of on a, on a quest, you know, not only with the gigs that you're playing but also through your radio show to illustrate the, the breadth and depth and beauty of the music.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's, it was lovely. I had Jazz and Dylan C who were running Bass FM I think we were exploring. I think I'd been here a week and they uh, they off- offered me a show. It was incredible how quickly it happened. Mm. We asked the universe and it happened. And I- I've done it for free for 10 years. So, you know, I- I'm just very passionate, like you said, about just showing people this music. It's definitely a very underground genre, but um, if it resonates with one person once a week, then I'm happy with that. But yeah, it just seems to be growing and growing every week. And I'm so happy happy for that.
2: And to go from Base FM to George FM as well, you know, like he's always just been kind of like moving steadily up the ranks and becoming more and more recognised and known. So that's really great too.
0: We mentioned before the two of you working together, but as I say, you have got these separate careers as well. And Chiccarelli, I mean, is it, I guess it must be quite fun working with a range of different artists in, in your area to see what what they bring to your music, how they respond to your music. I mean, you feel very collaborative. That's in, that's in your spirit, I think, with your music.
1: Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm always looking for that new artist as well. Um, I do a lot of shows, put on uh, Liquid Lowdown shows in Auckland and around the country, and um, I'll always make sure that I've got a name on there that I haven't heard of. For people that are buying tickets, so they, they they very much look for that name that they recognise, but, you know, I'd rather introduce a new act so that people can come and watch and get to know and see their style and genre of music. Mm. Love bringing these new up-and-comers up and seeing them flourish. It's it's great.
0: Tell you've had a big year, new album out. What else is going on for you this year? What are you focusing on?
2: Yeah, new album out and just got nominated for Best Electronic Artist at the Music Awards, which is very exciting.
0: You've already got that um, trophy, one of those trophies on your mantelpiece, haven't you, I, from 2019? <laughs>
2: Yes, I do. That was probably one of the most exciting times for me ever <laughs> getting that bit of a childhood dream but um so I'm actually have broken into the world of composing um and I have been composing for um some commercials and I did some TV work, but I've actually just got my first film, so I'm composing the score for an American documentary at the moment, which is very time consuming and a little bit like what the hell am I doing? <laughs> you know, cause it's very much of a new career, but I'm also loving it. And again, it's another one of those things that I remember saying to Ben to Ciccarelli, you know, a few years ago, I want to get into the world of film. I want to start composing, put it out to the universe and the universe delivered. I was also very lucky because I happened to meet an amazing woman called Karen Reitman, who's taken me under her wing and, and helped
0: get me these opportunities you both got so much going on. I think what impresses me is that you're making time to go to Whanganui for the festival, for this new event. And this is very yeah. much what they're hoping for. You know, Whanganui is saying, look, often they're just, they're just, they just don't make it onto a, a, a touring schedule. And no. so they've started this initiative, Lost Arts Summer in the Square, and inviting artists like yourselves to Whanganui. I don't know, have you, have you played there before? And, and what, what's prompted you to, to give up your time to go and perform on stage there?
2: So we've never we've never played there, but we've never been booked, we've never had the offer. I've been to Taranaki, so I've been through um, Whanganui a few times on my way to Wellington, but I don't I can't say I've ever even really stopped off there. But I do know it is a lovely city. We're just so impressed with the lineup. Like the lineup is incredible. You've got people like Alex Perez, the outbeats, Tiki, myself and Chiparelli Dylan C, you know, to name just a few. When we looked at the lineup, we were like. There's only a couple of people on the sign-up that we don't know and everyone else is our friend. So this is going to be a fantastic weekend, not just of music, but also of being with our friends and getting to enjoy a city that we've not played before. So we're both quite intrigued as to how the Whanganui crowd will turn out.
1: Just feel very blessed and that's definitely probably one of the biggest advantages of being a DJ that tours the country is that I just get to see beautiful places like this that, you know, I probably wouldn't go otherwise i mean Mm. we played alexandra three weeks ago you know and we just got treated so well and it just it was just another beautiful place that i may not have touched down otherwise so yeah
2: like a like a random little town alexandra but like with a really great like festival kind of scene so hoping it'll be the same in hoanganoon
0: yeah i mean what about playing outdoors too is that something that that you love yeah, there's
2: always a magic being outside, isn't there? Mm, like,
1: absolutely. And
0: I, and like when I'm on
2: stage and I'm freestyling, I find it much more inspirational to be able to look at the scenery, particularly if it's somewhere that's quite, you know, visually stunning and using that as fodder for my lyrics, you know, like look at where we are, we're under the stars, look at the mountains, you know, like all that kind of thing. And there is a magic energy about being outside. We're very, very lucky in Aotearoa that not only do we have lots of beautiful places we can play outside, but that, we have the opportunity to play festivals here. We have a very strong festival scene. Not a lot of other countries have that, you know.
0: Tika, really, we spoke before about the the scene, the drum and bass scene in New Zealand. Do you think, Mm. having been here now for for so long, being part of it, do you think there is kind of a Kiwi drum and bass sound coming through, influences from here that make their way into drum and bass that might be different to the drum and bass scene back in London?
1: Yeah, there's definitely a feeling. It's, I mean, the 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 style of drum and bass has changed over the last few years. Like like any kind of musical genre, um, uh, you know. When I first moved here, it was definitely a lot harder. And like I say, people like the upbeat state of mind. It was quite hard the drum and bass, but people seem to be playing that more liquid now. It just seems to resonate. I see it kind of quite similar to like um, reggae here in New Zealand, you know, which resonates with um with the people here in Aotearoa and. Uh, The Aotearoa style is definitely a lot more chilled now and a lot more, yeah, happy and a lot more liquid.
0: Mm. (laughs) DJ Chikarelli and MC Tali will be performing on Saturday at the Lost Arts Summer in the Square in Honganui